0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You all look
1: like beautiful stars be Watson taking a deep shot looking for Fuller. What a catch.
0: The pressure of J.J. Watt. But I'm trying, Ringo. I'm trying real hard. The Shepherd.
1: Deshaun Watson does it himself. You're gonna want to be comfortable today. Watch the show.
0: Night of the fight, you may feel a slight sting. That's pride fucking with you. Fuck pride.
1: For the win in overtime to advance the Texans. Welcome in
0: H-Town. Nah. What's happening, Houston and America? You know what it is. You know what it do. You know what this is. This is the Believe in Texan podcast with your man, Freddie D,
1: and me, Henry Thomas. Yes, that's right, boys and girls. Welcome to the program. That is the one, the only, Henry Tomas. And for those of you that know, uh, all Henry did. Well, listen, If, you, if you, for those of you that know... Henry Thomas was a 14-year starter in the National Football League. Two-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, 93-and-a-half career sacks, the most ever by a nose tackle in the history of the National Football League. A Bayou Bengal, the pride of Eisenhower High School. Swoop, swoop. And a native of the Fofo. So. Okay, so let's get that straight right now uh, for those of you that did or did not know. Uh, shout out to our folks over there at ESPN 97.5. We've got to give a shout out to our boy A.J. Hoffman uh, for bringing us on last week. We had a lot of fun on there. Uh, also, to shout out to our boy Alex Sharara who uh, worked the one-twos and threes. And i, I got to say, man, listen, people think that pushing buttons behind the glass is an easy job that anybody can do it. And and let's be, I mean, let's be honest, Henry, you and I have worked with a lot of producers over our time. Anybody can do it. But that doesn't mean everybody should do it, and that doesn't mean that they're good at it. Exactly right. Okay. And uh, I, I will say this. Our boy uh, Nick Sharara was Stu Pandas uh, on Friday. And, of course, uh, like I said, a shout-out also to our boy T. Scott on the Dot, also another money producer as well over there at ESPN 97.5. So, once again, uh, big thank you to AJ for bringing us in. Our boy Josh Ennis was out uh, doing his thing. So Henry and I came in, we had a great time. We had a blast doing it. Everybody on Twitch, uh, for those of you that had, had heard us before, obviously our HD show back in the day on, on, uh, ESPN, nine, seven, five. And of course we've been doing the, uh, ESP or me, we've been doing the HD show here, the podcast for, for, well, six, seven years now. And of course, now we're a part of the believe podcast network. So glad to be back, glad to be doing the podcast. And of course you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, both the same handles at the Freddie D at Henry Thomas NFL. That's at Henry Thomas NFL at the Freddie D. Uh, Like I said, we keep you posted on all the podcasts, whether it's this show and or the HD show with our boy, Bitter Mike. So make sure you give us a follow on the Twitter or the IG. So that way you can keep track as to what we're doing. But like I said, we do this show. We do the HD show every Wednesday. And then, of course, we usually put the Texans podcast out sometime during the week. And I'll make sure that we get better at doing that. So without further ado, we mentioned that we're part of the Believe Podcast Network. Henry Thomas, you and I, Listen, you like the ponies. Yes, Okay, like You're a ponies. big fan of the ponies. Um, I'm not a huge better, per no. se, all right? Um, I mean, I like to make friendly gentleman wagers right. from time to time. But for our friends out there that like a little action on the game, and you know people like that. I know people like that. As a matter of fact, I was watching that You ever see the movie uh, Two for the Money with yes. uh, Al Pacino? By the way, does Renee Russo give enough credit for how fine she is? Renee had it going, on. Renee. I'm t- listen, Renee was 51 in that movie. Yes, sir. And could have got the business.
0: Could have got the
1: business. Now, she's 66 now. Yeah. Okay.
0: That ain't too far away. She can still get it. I'm, I'm an old dude. I still appreciate, you know, vintage beauty. And uh, I'm at that age. Well, I can appreciate you vintage. You certainly
1: can appreciate uh, vintage beauty. She was also a stunner in... Um, In the uh, Lethal Weapon movies, wasn't she? Yep, isn't that kind of where uh, Lethal Weapon Three? It was Lethal Weapon Three, wasn't it? Three, and then she was in Four after that. Didn't she kind of? Wasn't she she part of the franchise after that? She she was a wife, so yeah. Okay,
0: then uh, was there one other movie that she was into? Oh yeah, um, in the Line of Fire. With Clint Eastwood. Oh, that's right. (laughs) She was hot in the
1: 90s. she's still hot. (laughs) She was hot in the 90s. But you know what else is hot? What's that? Folks over at BetOnline.ag. Tell me about it. Okay. Folks over at BetOnline.ag. Listen, we've been telling you guys this all year long. I don't know if you've been listening or not. Hopefully you have been. Um, The thing about the BetOnline.ag, all right, and of course they're the proud sponsor of the folks over at Believe Podcast Network. We get it. The NFL is in full swing, uh, and a lot of folks aren't able to make the games. But you can always put your wagers on BetOnline.ag. Also, too, I mean, listen, you got the mat. The Masters uh, is right around the corner. We'll 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 get to that. And actually, you and I will probably talk more about the Masters in the uh, during our HD show. But you got the listen. You got the matchups. You got the futures. The props groups, and of course, uh, the one that's probably going to get the most uh, movement, in my my estimation, is going to be the make miss cut. Yes. Okay. Uh and then of course it wouldn't be a master's bet if, you know, I'm listen, you know who I'm putting my money on. Teka Teka Woo Yeah. Come on, come on. Uh that's a no brainer there. And of course, the one thing that we love the most about betonline.ag, you can gamble 24/7. You
0: got you want to throw the little dice? You want to play some roulette? 21. They got a twenty four hour casino,
1: baby. That's it. That's it. And that's uh you you, you can't say enough about the twenty four hour casino because uh that Alone, like I said, you wake up at three o'clock in the morning and and you can't sleep. Maybe a little insomnia going on. You can always go to the online casino. Okay, it's a no brainer. So head on over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Betonline.ag. They are your online sports book experts. Also, too, uh, we threw this out last week. Listen, Henry's a no. He's he, he's a nauf side guy. All right, and uh, of course, I'm a Nalf side guy. Just uh, uh, you know, just because that's where all my peoples are at. Of course, you know, we live over here in the, uh, in, in, the in the branch. But uh, Henry and I are both big workout fanatics, all right? Uh, we get it. Some of y'all have been quarantined. Some of you guys are trying to get back into shape. Some of you are trying to get off some of that COVID weight. I'm going to tell you right now, I get it. It's Houston. It's a large metropolitan area. But sometimes, Henry Thomas, you got to make an extra trip. You might want to go a little, little ways out of where you might already go for a good deal okay Okay. and you of all people know you already know what you're looking for when you go to a supplement shop right because no one's going to tell you one way or the other all right but there's a lot of folks out there who are still a little unsure you know that you you might go into one of these places and it's kind of like ah they're going to sell you on basically what they're trying to sell you on okay go see my boy jordan over at Way too fit. Also over at Wholesale Nutrition Tomball. It's a locally owned supplement store. He's got over 20 years of experience in the industry and has put customers' goals as his top priority. What does that mean? your fitness goals not what's going to make him the most money but what's going to make sure that you get what you're looking for fitness wise because if you do i promise you you're going to come back that's why i make the drive all the way up to Tomball to do that he's got all the name brand he's got all the name brand products you love at wholesale pricing if you like the hyper mood and i'm gonna tell you what i tried it out it was absolutely fantastic for all you alpha brain cats out there it's a must try all right it increases energy, focus, and mood. And I'm telling you right now, I've taken it myself, and it makes a tremendous difference. Check them out on uh, Instagram, Wholesale Nutrition underscore Tomball. That's Wholesale Nutrition underscore Tomball. And, of course, you can also Google them at uh, way to fit Make sure you do that. Make sure you tell them your boy Freddie D and HT sent you because I promise you, you'll be glad you did. All right, we had to do a, uh, a special edition uh, to the Believe in Texas podcast. The news popped out today, Henry, that uh, the Texans fired uh, their VP of communications, Miss Amy Placic, and, well, uh, it's been all over the news today. Uh, Jamie Roots came out today and said that, uh, well, they, they announced it this morning, Adam Schefter did, said that he uh, the Texans let her go because she was no longer a culture fit. With the Houston Texans, and Henry, I got to ask since uh, she won the 2017 Pete Roselle Award for Best PR Group, uh, what does that tell you? If there, I mean, what is the Texans culture?
0: Well, for me, first off, what is the Pete Roselle Award? She, I guess, she got it for
1: Best PR PR team
0: in the NFL
1: in the NFL. Yes, okay,
0: so that's top out of 32. Okay, out of
1: 32 PR teams, she was the best. She
0: was the best. So I'm thinking it means. Um, She just don't fit she, She's not a good fit for the team And uh, she might to, to get that kind of award She sounds like she's
1: driven Oh absolutely No she's legit Here's the other thing too All day today You had national uh, riders Local riders Everybody talk about how great she is How she's not going to be unemployed for long She's going to get picked up Probably by the weekend Something to that effect Hell J.J. Came out and and, and was uh, clearly not happy about it.
0: Well, um, apparently she's got people in her corner. Oh, she definitely got that, and she's got people not in her corner. Because people not in the <laughs> corner is the ones that fired her, <laughs> and the ones so the, and the ones she, making the decision. They the ones she had the wrong people in the corner. But if everybody believes she's not going to be unemployed long, I don't I don't see what the big deal is about. People get fired every day.
1: People do get fired every day. Trust me, I know. Uh, I know that all too well. Um, it just, it, it, it just, I, it, the timing of it seems odd. I mean, it's it's week ten of the NFL. You're in the, the midst of a two and six season, and you decide to fire your VP of communications. I mean, it wasn't like she, I, me personally. I think she had. I think it had something to do with her tweeting and her support of uh, the other presidential candidate, or well, our president our elect.
0: A president elect. Well. I mean That's my gut feeling When it comes to Presidential And politics Yeah I mean it's You have People on one side The people on the other side And the people like me That's like We're gonna ride it out No matter what it it is It is what it
1: is man But
0: Those people that are On different sides So many times It's it's really, really, really vile, uh, 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 volatile. Yeah, it is. And you say this, and I'm saying that. I mean, it ha- it happens every day. I mean. Especially now. I mean, even with families. There's families that are not speaking because they're political stuff. So for somebody to get fired, I, I can see it happening.
1: Yeah, no, it certainly is. Uh, it just makes you wonder, like I said, Jamie roots, the president, longtime president of the Texans came out and said it was his call had nothing to do with Jack Easterby because everybody was giving him a hard time about it saying he was the one that did it. Uh, cause let's call it what it is. We don't know what Jack Easterby's doing.
0: No, nobody yeah.
1: does. We really, I mean, yeah, he's the interim GM, but we really don't know exactly what he's doing because the Texans really haven't made any moves. It did. We, as we've said, they did nothing at the trade deadline. So uh, uh, yeah, it's just it's just one more uh, caveat to what's been a very bizarre season for the Houston Texans, and it's clear. I mean, listen, we heard we talked about it earlier when we did the when we did the show initially that um, you know we knew just based on media reports that they've said that they were going to make wholesale changes when the season was over. Maybe this is part of that wholesale change. Yeah,
0: it's part of it. I mean, they're they got to make changes. They got to clean house. They got to they got to make some some new moves because clearly the team's not going in the, the direction that everyone anticipated or even hoped for. Well, you can
1: say so that again.
0: you know, firing up the head coach, general manager. Uh, you got an interim coach. You got an interim general manager. Now you better have an
1: interim VP of uh, communications.
0: Now have an interim <laughs> VP of communications sound like the wholesale is
1: beginning. The wholesale has certainly begun. I got to ask you this uh, right now the city of houston think about it this way a few years ago you had the texans um you know were, were competing for for afc south and, and seemed like a team that was on the rise that could potentially you know was a few pieces away from a championship contender uh you had a rockets team that was you know in the western conference finals a couple of games away from a uh you know a chris paul injury away from an nba finals you had the astros that were world series champions and, and looked like they were a, a burgeoning dynasty here we are a few years later in 2020 all right, and we, you can't say it's COVID related, but you've got a baseball team right now that's—it's no telling what the direction's going to be. All right, you got right. a former GM thats this damn. You got a former GM that's getting ready to fight. That's, that's getting ready to sue the team. Right. All right. Uh, you've got a Rockets team right now that you've got Russell Westbrook who's requested a trade. James Harden uh, allegedly doesn't like the direction of the team. And now you got this Texans team that is flat out just uh, a major disappointment. What the hell's going on with Houston sports right now? Uh. Houston sports is in the rebuild.
0: (laughs) All of it. Everybody's rebuilding. Everybody's starting over. Um, Apparently, we don't know how to form and maintain a a dynasty. No. So, um, they're working on a rebuild, trying it again, see what happens.
1: Who do you have the most faith in?
0: At the moment... The Dynamo? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I like them. Yeah, I like them. The the guys that play ball with their feet. I I like those guys. (laughs) Those, Those guys might be... The strongest thing that we got going right now, um, I, I I think um, I, I believe the Astros are in the, going in the right direction. Yeah, they got um, pieces that they got to figure out. You know, are are, are we going to keep Springer? Yeah, or you know. Who's going to be the general manager? Who's well, gonna no, you got your
1: general manager. You got you got James Click, right? Got so you, Click. That's you right. You feel you feel confident with him. I mean, I, I'm I'm with you 110 on that because we don't know squat about Rafael Stone. All right, we don't have a, a GM for the Texans yet. We don't have a head coach. All right, Dusty Baker. I thought coached his ass off or managed his ass off this Did last a great year. Great job. Yes, I'm, I'm with you. You know, you still got a uh, you still got core pieces. Yes. with that, that aren't unhappy. Right. You know, at least we don't think so, anyway. I mean, we haven't heard Bregman get pissed off. I mean, how you were you're one game away from a World Series, you know, going back to the World Series for the third time in four years. So, I'm with you 110. I think the Astros, as 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 decimated as they've been, you know, from a psychological standpoint, given what went down with the cheating scandal, they're probably the most poised to rebound because right now with this Rockets team. You don't know what to expect. The Texans you're in you're 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 in you're definitely in a rebuild mode. And like you said, it's 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 just there's so many unknowns with the other two teams right now that I'm with you. I think the Astros are probably in the best position to rebound the quickest.
0: right? right. And um, I I have the most confidence in them when it comes to the Texans. You don't know what's going on there. I mean, it's uh, you got people that are upset for being mentioned in in a trade rumor. Yeah. Uh, you got people who. Are willing to be traded because?
1: Yeah, JJ's made it clear he wants out. Yeah, without you know, saying it.
0: Without saying it, he's definitely said. You know, look, I got three good years left in me. I want to. I'm not in a position for a rebuild. Uh, I want to be somewhere where it's gonna where we're gonna compete.
1: Yeah, he wants a title. He wants
0: a title, and
1: uh, and you can't blame him. You've been there.
0: No, no, I haven't. I ain't got no title.
1: <laughs> well, no, no. Uh. You, but you're not. Well, my, my point is, is that you know what it's like with, you know, when you, I mean, when you were at year 10 in your, in your NFL career. Right. I mean, you knew, all right, I mean, how many more years did you think you had left at, at year 10 when you yeah. were wrapping it up? Yeah, I, I, I honestly thought I had five or six good years left. Okay. Know? So,
0: and I, I got four of them out of it, so wasn't that wrong.
1: And you probably, and, and let's call it what it is, I mean, you could have played another year I at can't. least. Yeah, for a contender. Well like, that's it. And none of them came calling, so <laughs> apparently they didn't think so. <laughs> They're lost. Yes. They're lost, bastards. Yeah. Uh, either that or Bill wouldn't have fucked you, then, uh, oh, yeah. you, know. you know.
0: It made it just, it made it great for me.
1: Uh, we're at the uh, bowling alley here off of, uh, we're at the AMF Diamond Lanes, sure. by the way. Let me tell you something. Uh, listen, if y'all have, for all, all the folks out in H Town, this is where, I mean, I'll tell you what. Wednesday night, bowling, bowling league. Man, mm-hmm. this over here. I know this is the Believe in Texas podcast, but if there's ever a Believe in Bowling podcast, <laughs> shit, this is this, this spot. is the spot to do it at, man. I'm telling you, there may or may not have been trees burning. I'm just saying, uh, but this is this is uh this is one hell of a get together over here. Uh, saw a guy in Chiefs... by the way, the gentleman that we saw in the Chiefs mask. Uh, I asked him, I said, "How long have you been a Chiefs fan?" He said, "Since Trent Green." I said, mm, "All right, I'll let that yeah. slide." But his his rationale was, and I'll let this slide. He said he didn't watch the NFL before, but he was a big Penn State fan. I said, okay, we'll let that slide. Um, but he was a Larry Johnson fan. And when Larry went to the Chiefs, that's when he became a Chiefs fan. Okay. I said, you know what? I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. I, that's that, that's fair. Okay. That's At least deep. he wasn't a he jumped on the Pat Mahomes bandwagon, yeah. which I, I have a huge problem with. So so many people have done. That's that's. Uh, but you know what? When when you start winning, I mean, come mm. on. How many new Patriot fans popped out of the woodworks? Absolutely. Suddenly I mean, everybody's a fucking Patriots fan.
0: all my friends, when I said, "Oh, I'm gonna sign with the Patriots," they're like, the, "Well, they went to the <laughs> Super Bowl, but the Patriots? <laughs> you you
1: were a Patriot back when being a Patriot wasn't cool.
0: Yeah, it wasn't cool. They went to the Super Bowl and got killed, and then
1: everybody's like, oh, "Okay, you were with the Patriots." When they were still wearing those uh big ass what like kind of a light blue well they had just changed those uniforms, hadn't just they?
0: When I got that would just change into the new okay. silver and blue. So y'all kind of didn't wear the belt. little
1: dudes on the side? No, no,
0: no, no, no,
1: no. <laughs> What's that guy's name? What do they call him? Didn't he have a name or something
0: like
1: that? I don't know
0: what it is. I don't know what it is,
1: all right. Well, listen. Uh, Believe in Texas podcast. Like I said, uh, just a little addition here. Again, the the, the the breaking news of today: they fired the VP, uh, and and again, that got every. I mean, that, literally, that had the internet going nuts today. So it's just one more, one more interesting story for your Houston Texans. But that being said, we still. Are on board. We think the Texans pull out a win this Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. Absolutely, absolutely. And by the way, Baker Mayfield has uh, been taken off the COVID list. Okay. okay. So, oh, and uh, the Texans also took off uh, Marcellus, not Marcellus Wiley, um, Marcellus Whitney Wallace? Marcellus. <laughs> Marcellus Wallace was right. <laughs> That's right, Whitney Mercer. Whitney Merciless and uh, Max Sharping uh, have been taken off the uh, COVID list. So the Texans will have – and Bradley Roby, as yes. we already talked about, will be back as well. So they should have their full complement of uh, stars. Well, stars, yes. might be a- stars might be a bit of a stretch.
0: <laughs> let's just say players.
1: They'll have their full complement of defensive players and one offensive guard on uh, on Sunday. So let's get down to Biz Nass, Henry Tomas. Uh, the Texans, they are now 2-2 two and two under – Romeo Crennell and of course um, you know I don't know that we take any solace in knowing that those two wins have come from the same team. The same team. You've swept the Jaguars. Woohoo. Okay, you swept the Jaguars. But keeps you in a good spot in your division. It does keep you in a good spot in your position because or in your division, as you said, because again, you've only played the two teams. Yeah. Okay. You've only played the two teams, so you've swept the Jags. Which let's call it what it is. You know, you you win the games you're supposed to win, right? You're supposed to. Yes, right. Okay. So you win the games you're supposed to win, and you're supposed to beat those the, the Jaguars. Uh, and let's call it what it is. You should have beaten the Tennessee Titans. But woulda, coulda, shoulda, it's all water in the bridge at this point. It's still a little lost. Okay, it's still an L. Alright, so you've got a big game coming up against the Cleveland Browns this weekend. Um, we're going to look here in just a second, but I don't know if Baker Mayfield, I know he's on the COVID list. I don't believe he's been taken off the COVID list. I know Nick Chubb uh, has been removed from the IR. Uh, so you'll have Nick Chubb and you're going to have Kareem Hunt this weekend to worry about. And of course with an, uh, a Texans defense that I mean, let's, let's call it what it is, has been gashed by the run. This past week though, you were I don't want to say I don't know, would you call it dashed by a rookie rookie quarterback making his first ever NFL career start? I mean at, you know listen, they found DJ Chark right away on that first drive. I mean, you know, made Vernon Hargraves look like well Vernon Hargraves. Um, that secondary continues to be an issue for the Houston Texans, the lack of a pass rush, although our boy JJ did get his 100th career sack.
0: Yes, he did. And it was great. I think the Texans actually finished with uh, two sacks on the day.
1: I believe they did, too. I think you're yeah, right about that. Two sacks. Let me ask you this. And, and there's nobody here that is more qualified. And there's probably nobody on the Belief Podcast Network that is more qualified to talk about sacking the quarterback than one Mr. Henry Tomas with 93. And a half. Career NFL sacks. What does that mean? I mean, what, what does that say about J.J. Watt, year 10 in the NFL getting to 100 sacks, and we get it. I mean, you know, he's been – you, you, you can make the argument, yes, he should have gotten it sooner because – had it, you know, the old if he stayed healthy. Right. But he didn't. That's the nature of the NFL. Okay. It. It's called not for long for a reason.
0: That's it. You, you're either going to play the game or end up hurt. I mean, there's people that – there's two kind of football players. Okay. Those that have been hurt, those that are going to get hurt. <laughs> Plain and simple. It's not – it's not Tiddlywinks. It's not badminton, It you gonna get some injuries? Um, I was very blessed and fortunate to play fourteen years and only miss seven games. That's incredible. But uh, I'm a bit of an Iron Man. <laughs> okay, I was.
1: No, it's uh, listen. I the, the more I look at what goes on in the NFL and and having known you for the last seven eight years now, it does. It is remarkable. The, the, the durability and the fact that you were able to play at a high level for so long and not get hurt. And let's call it what it is. A, training camp was a whole lot different deal when you played. Yep. Practice. When we talk about practice. Practice. Was, was a whole lot different. That's right. When you played. And let's call it what it is. Performance and recovery was light years different. Oh, without a doubt. Today than it was when you played. Nutrition. Nutri- Nutrition. Nutrition. <laughs>
0: Nutri- what? yes, I ate that steak, oh and the b- b- baked <laughs> potato too, yeah oh yeah, I had that you know nutrition was uh it it was you know,
1: but you it, took good care of your body though that's right, obviously, you,
0: know? you had to be this weight and that and that was the the amount to the nutrition when I played okay you you're over your weight
1: limit you're and that's all you worried about that's what I,
0: that's what you worried about most of the time, you know,
1: so they yeah. didn't care honestly, they didn't care what you put in your body as long as you stayed at a certain weight. As long as you stayed at your your
0: playing weight, and you know, and you could, you always knew those guys there was borderline because that after that tough Wednesday practice, that sauna be full of people, <laughs>
1: just people in there just trying to drop some weight. So I mean, but I, okay, so real quick, so what was the big deal about it? I mean, why? I mean, was it like part of the contract? I mean, you had to. For a lot of people, it was. It was in their contract that they had to be a certain weight. Yeah,
0: a lot of people. It was. I mean, I. I made it part of my contract just to get money. You know, okay, so
1: that's why. Okay, so it was obviously it was financially driven. Yeah, for
0: for me it was. It was like okay, if, if I'm under two seventy seven for uh, twelve out of the fourteen weeks, I got an extra ten grand. Really? Yeah. You know, you had to you had to be creative with <laughs> money. You know, yeah. you got to take into account. You know, look, my third year, I've been starting three years now. I probably my salary was. 240
1: 270 Oh, wow. Exactly. You know? So your third year in the league, you were making 240 Somewhere around a, there. As a starter. As a
0: st- and started as a rookie. You know? Yeah. And my rookie year, that was $98,000. <laughs> that was third-round pick. I got a <laughs> – I never get – I got a – let's see. I got a $22,000 signing bonus.
1: Okay. <laughs> and that on. was the most money you'd ever seen.
0: Oh, Bought a SS Monte Carlo, cash. Bang. <laughs> I want that right there with the t tops, <laughs> the black and written. No, oh no, 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 I like that color right there. Real, I mean, I would. They didn't have to do anything. My car. Was, How much was uh, it? Uh, thirteen thousand. Thirteen
1: G's out the door. Out the door.
0: <laughs> Tax, title, and license.
1: Which dealership did you buy it from?
0: Uh, it was right there on i forty five. I don't. I don't know if it's there any. It's not there any longer. Okay. It was, uh, right there on forty five. I was doing eight Dissing. This and right, cheer. And I rolled in. the. I drove it from Houston to Minnesota. Mini, Minnesota, <laughs> me and my pops. Driving up. I dropped him off in Kansas City and stayed at night with my grandfather. Okay. Then, then drive the rest, Made of, the I'm rest on. of the way home. Rolling there, T tops open, you know, killing it. Killing it.
1: The start of an illustrious 14 year career. Roll it up in the. That was a brand new 87 Monte yeah. Carlo? SS Monte Carlo. SS Monte What did you end up doing with that car?
0: Uh, I traded it in. For what, the Audi? No, nah, no. Nah, Audi was way down the line. I think I traded it in for a uh, a Blazer. Okay. Is <laughs> for... that the one
1: that got stolen? Yeah.
0: <laughs> got stolen. Well, no, I traded it in for a step side, of pickup truck, a Chevy pickup truck. Okay. And then I bought. Then I got an extension, so I had the truck and the blazer, and I bought. Okay. The, I got the and everybody dogged me on the blazer because it was like what? Because it was two tone blue. I didn't do nothing special to. It. I didn't know. You know, I was, you know, it's it's cold up there. and I need four wheel drive. Like, what you got? Oh, this one is good. You know, I drove up there. Was like, what is that? Oh wait a minute! So you always bought your you always watch your vehicles down here in Texas?
1: Uh, most of them. Man, you, Hardware Hank couldn't get himself a. A D uh a sponsorship or an endorsement over there in uh Minnesota.
0: Oh, when I got the portion out the Audi, <laughs> that. That was in Minnesota. <laughs> that was in Minnesota. That was a whole different deal right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different deal.
1: Well, speaking of whole different deals, you're right. The Texans did get away with two, uh, did come away with two sacks uh against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, offensively, listen. I mean, we call it, let's call it what it is. This offense has gotten a lot better and your boy Duke Johnson Yep, got who to see you've been, you've been clamoring for Duke Johnson for weeks now, all right? right. So even before we started doing the Texans podcast, uh, you've been saying that Duke Johnson needs to get a shot in there just simply because he just adds a different dimension. First of all, he actually adds speed and quickness. Speed and quickness, and he
0: actually looks for the cutback lanes. He does. And he finds them, and, I mean, he's explosive. I don't think he had a, a stellar game no, he last did not. week. he did not. But he had three or four just explosive oh they got him no they don't runs that were just you know even he had a couple that were only like two or three yards but it at the uh, inception of the play it should have been a two or three yard loss.
1: No he he, he brought to you a level of First of all, he looks – I mean, he, he's he got that running – he's got better footwork yes, than David absolutely. Johnson, right? Absolutely. Um, whereas David – I mean, David Johnson's really just a glorified fullback. Yeah. Or the way it. he runs right now. That's it. At this stage of his career. Uh, and, 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 again, I, I don't know what the Texans uh, were thinking when they went ahead and decided to have him thrown into that trade because, like I said, he just – You know and, exactly what they were thinking. We'll take anything just get him out of here. That's it, isn't it? That's it. God. I tell you what, when the story's written, and somebody's going to have to write it, the behind the scenes of what went down during these last two years of the Bill O'Brien era, I I just, and, and, you know, you and I have gone back and forth on this, and I understand that, you know, they were all pretty much just letting him run this franchise into the ground. Yeah. But I just, I don't understand how anybody with any football sense in that organization... Was just what was okay with what was going, on. and maybe they weren't. Maybe they well, weren't, but uh, I just I can't understand how they sat idly by and watched him destroy this franchise. The
0: only other person that had an inkling of football sense died and left the team to his kid. You know what I'm saying, Cal or um, Bob. Bob, you know, yeah. he, he passes away. And he was the one, he was the main buffer because.
1: But Cal grew up in this. So what? It, yeah. It, you, it just, when
0: you grow up in something, don't mean that's for you.
1: It doesn't. I mean, we've seen plenty. Of, I mean, it doesn't take just football. You've seen plenty of companies where it goes from the father to the son. And, and goes things the fall toilet. off. The, <laughs> son, the son,
0: you know, thinking that he's wealthy and he done blew all the money on a uh, crazy summer and a Coke problem.
1: Well, and it, well, there's definitely that. <laughs> Although if you look at Cal in there, I don't think Cal got a Coke problem by any means. That's a big boy right there. Um, but you just you you no you're exactly right in that sense. And 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 you know what? There's always something different about the father to the son or maybe in daughter too. Um, because let's call it what it is. In most cases, the father grew up. You know, it worked was was self-made. Exactly right. Bootstraps. Exactly.
0: He got there, and he's trying to teach. But a lot of times, when fathers and parents try to teach, they're trying to teach, but they don't realize the way. You learned it. Yeah. As being a parent is not, you learned it the hard way. You, exactly. you struggled in it. You're trying to tell a youngster something. They ain't having it. They know every damn thing, anyways.
1: It's hard to be humble and hungry when, you know, you live off Memorial. Yeah, it's it's hard <laughs> to, uh, you know, ain't a lot of struggling in River Oaks. <laughs> not a lot of struggling. I mean, I don't know where the McNairs live, yeah. but let's call it what it is, okay? They can, they can live in River Oaks if they want. I don't think they're coming at the Fofo. <laughs> they
0: wasn't down in the Fofo. I would have remembered little Cal. <laughs> but uh, when you got uh, something like this passed down from father to son, it always doesn't translate the same way. You know, and you want the best for your kids, and you try to teach them the best that you can. Yeah. But a lot of times you got to step back and give them a little tough love. Unless I mean, it's the Bush kids. They seem man, to have figured something out. I mean, look. I remember when I was in college, you know, I thought I had it going on. My pops would give me money every month every month, putting it in there and first time debit card, you know debit card, you know, I'm sticking in there every day, I'm taking twenty dollars out of it. he's like, Why don't you just take like eighty dollars and make that last throughout the week and yeah. da, da 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 So I changed the address on the uh on the bank statement <laughs> so it'd come to me. And next month they ain't getting no money. So I had to call Pops. Hey, uh, do you uh um put some money in my account? I ain't getting no statement now. It, they ain't coming here. I don't know nothing. I can't just be sending money off to anywhere. I'm just uh I don't know. You know how I couldn't change it back then. I had to look, I had to go get a job. I had to figure that out on my own from then on. But it, it made me who I am. You know, you learn how to do things with a little tough love sometimes.
1: There was no online address change back in those days. No,
0: you had to go to the bank <laughs> to change that address. So I'm sitting in there, you know, changing the address. Hey, no. Uh, Bruce at Hall, <laughs> room 223. Well, if it's coming there, you put the money in. Yeah. And so. You know, then Henry Sr. wasn't having it, though. Wasn't having it, no. Wasn't having it. He had
1: subtle ways of teaching. Yeah, he like did. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it worked out. Oh, no, it worked out. <laughs> it worked like... out. Uh, Duke Johnson finishes the game 16 carries, 41 yards, and a touchdown. Also had four catches for 32 yards uh, on the day. So 70, 73 yards of total offense on uh, 20 touches for, for Duke. Which again, listen, we're not going to call that a breakout performance no. by any means because it's certainly not, but it, it, it's at least somewhat encouraging. Deshaun led all, uh, well, at least led led the Texans anyway. Ten carries for fifty yards uh, for Deshaun. Uh, also, nineteen to thirty-two for two hundred eighty-one yards, two touchdowns, got sacked twice. Tell you what, though, Jake Luton, twenty-six to thirty-eight for three hundred four yards, and then threw a terrible pass uh, that would have tied the game up. Um, again, though, but I, I, again, I think we're just we're back to this point with the Texans where. You just got to enjoy it for what it is, okay? Yeah. You got to enjoy it for what it is. I mean, you know, they're going to battle. That's the one thing that you at least, you know, there's something to be said about how you, 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 you're somewhat encouraged that teams out there battling because, again, you're not, they're not making the same stupid mistakes they were making before with Bill O'Brien. They're still making dumb mistakes, but a lot of that has to do with the simple fact that they're just not that good of a football team. I'm there's not, just not a lot I of good doubt. personnel. I will say this, and I got to give a shout-out to uh, Seth Payne for, for tweeting this out. He showed some video, uh, some clips of uh, Zach Cunningham and the game he had. Zach has not had a very good year in 2020, mm-hmm. although I will say this. He actually had probably his best game of the year. Uh, led the team with seven tackles uh, on Sunday. A lot of tackles where he you know, shook off some blocks, did some good stuff uh, you know, in, in between the tackles with the, in the running game. Because, Adams right, had a better game than him. Who? Adams. Terrell? Yeah. Oh, my bad.
0: Adams played, I mean, he had 12
1: tackles. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Terrell, I'm sorry, Terrell Adams had, man, good night.
0: Yeah, he had 12 tackles on the day, you know, six solos and six assists, but okay. it's still, I think he moved around the ball. And, and I, I not to cut off your point. No, no, you're fine. Zach did have a better game.
1: No, he absolutely did.
0: Than what he's had in the past. I mean, he's even got a sack. So
1: yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, he did. He. I guess that's my thing. Is that he? It was. It was encouraging to see somebody who you've already paid, mm-hmm. and you know is now what? in Year three, year four in this system. So you know you. I mean, I don't know if he's 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 part of the answer moving forward for this Houston Texans team but at the very least you can at least be somewhat encouraged that hey he 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 finally showed out a little bit and gave you something to
0: allow me to play devil. please
1: advocate. please do please Devil's do I, I i will i will entrust you on this
0: 2 weeks ago he played the same team 3 weeks ago 3 weeks ago he played the same team he did there's certain nuances you figure out in that short period So let's of time. see what he does against Cleveland. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I
1: will, uh, like I said, I will defer to you on that one. Uh, Terrell Adams, who was a uh, Oakland Raider. I didn't, ra- okay, and 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 again, I get it. This is a Texas podcast. Um, I didn't know Terrell had been, this is the third year with the team. Yeah. Interesting. But because of injuries, he's Yeah, he's been he's been beat up.
0: And he's one of the guys that he's try to buzz around. He he he's he's very active on the field. But it's like you said, he's been beat up a
1: little bit. He went to West Georgia. See? I don't even know where that's at. I mean obviously it's in West Georgia. Yeah. Uh he's never played more than eight games in a actually he's played this is the most games he's ever played in an NFL season. Wow. wow. Uh as a rookie he played he played Six, six, four, five, and then eight, and he started the last four games. So your boy Terrell, uh, with a, uh, and again, he's got forty-eight tackles on the year. So I mean, again, he's having yeah. a quote-unquote career year uh, for him. Let me ask you this: So a guy like that, a guy like a Terrell Adams, all right? He, he's going. He's in. Uh, you know, he's fifth, five years in the league. Let's say he finishes the season now. Right now, he's had, he's got forty-eight tackles on the season. Okay, okay forty-eight tackles on a sack. Let's say he finishes with, okay, so, I mean, he's not going to finish with, he's not going to have 12 tackles a game, but let's just say they're what? Th- what's his team, two and six right now? Yeah. All right, so they are ha- at the halfway point, all right? So let's just say, for the sake of argument, uh, what's eight times eight? Eight times eight is what, 64? So we'll just say he has 64. So let's just say he finishes with, with 100 tackles, all right, which would be a, I mean, that's a good, that's a good year. It's a good year. That's a good year. Wow. What do you do with a guy like that? who's never – who? the first five years or four years – I mean, let's call it what it is, he's probably a special teams guy, spot guy at best, um, has a breakout year on a shitty team. What
0: do you do? You got to evaluate the, the the year he's having. You know, <clears throat> is it a breakout year because it's a shitty team or did he actually get his opportunity and made the, mo- made, made the, made most, the most of, of it. it? Yeah. You know, um, like this game, again, they played him three weeks ago. Let's see what happens in Cleveland. Yeah. You know, because now you're the guy that they're looking at. You're the guy that, you know, you had 12 tackles. You had – you're all over the place. You got 48 on the year and a sack.
1: He's – let me see real quick. He has – What the fuck's going on here? Oh, okay, here we go. All right, so the last – in his last four games that he started, mm-hmm. he's got 12, 8, 11, and 12. That's balling. Okay. And, and, <laughs> his last four games he started, he's got 12, 8, 11, and 12. That's Here you go. You you found a diamond in the
0: rough. Now, can you continue to hone that, keep him going? Yeah. Because who's he playing for? Um, P- Bernardrick. Now – Bernardic comes back. Well, he's out for the year, isn't he? Okay, he's out for the year. Yeah, but now does this young man, if he stays at this level, he makes it hard for Bernardic to come back.
1: But do you? Okay, let's let's play devil's. Well, we'll we'll, we'll take devil's advocate a step further. If if um, let's say Bernarduk did come back, he's your he was your starting linebacker before you, you know before he got hurt. Yeah, he's been your starting linebacker. He's the he's guy, the you, guy you paid. This guy's probably making. I mean, he's making more than ninety eight thousand. We, we know yeah. that. Um, probably making veteran minimum. Yeah. We know he's making veteran minimum. Do you go ahead and if he's if he's balling like this, do you go ahead and leave him, or do you go ahead and give Bernardrick the the the, the start since he's coming back? Or of course, I mean, you're going to obviously you'll see how he looks in practice too. Well,
0: yeah, you got to give. You don't have to, but the rule that they kind of go by.
1: You don't lose your spot to injury.
0: You don't lose your spot to injury and. We just paid him. We need to get some money out of him. Yeah. We got to get some action out of him. See what happens. But what ultimately may happen is you begin to see Bernardrick and him on the field. Now somebody else is brushed aside who's played all year and not doing as well, Well, like a Zach Cunningham. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So okay.
1: So in a, so what this does essentially then is that it it's, it puts the pressure now on Zach and on Bernardrick. Yes. Yeah. You two might have been starting, and yeah, you two are paid more, and we, we you got you got y'all's contract, but this guy's having a better year. This guy is the better player right now. So either if you guys figure it out or, you ain't, or you know, you, you, your, your reps are going to go yeah. down and then, they're, you know, exactly, then, you know, pull back. That to leash that is a little bit spot. shorter. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes sense. Well, I'll tell you what, that's somebody we'll tell you what, we're going to keep an eye on our boy Terrell uh, over the next few weeks. Number 50 on your scorecard. 50. All right. Terrell Adams from uh, the ATL. West Georgia. I don't even, I mean, real quick. <clears throat> you got me thinking. 6'2, 230 pounds. Not bad. Right now, West Georgia has, looks like they got one guy in the NFL. Yeah. Him. Him. Oh, I'm sorry. Him and Alex Arma, who is a fullback for the Carolina Panthers. They still play fullbacks?
0: <laughs> Apparently he does.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, Alex right now has played in nine games. So he's played in every game this year. He's got five carries for six yards. Okay. And he's got one catch for 14. All right. Well, listen. My guess is you think Alex is probably more of a
0: special teams guy? Absolutely. That's what he's got to be, guy. right? That's what that's just what he has to be. Probably has some tackles by his name or something. He's 6'2", 255. <laughs> That's a big <laughs> fullback. You might want to learn some defense, son.
1: 6-2. Tell you what, West Georgia was loaded <laughs> a couple some years ago. Big, big players Tell there. What? If what, you turned out two guys in the NFL. God bless West Georgia. All right, so you beat the Jaguars. Again, secondary-wise, you didn't look great. You had no Bradley Roby. All right, and, of course, the, uh, the takeaway from Brad, Bradley Roby was he gets into a Twitter spat with uh, our boy John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. Right. He goes on to Twitter and says during the game that he embarrassed his team, he embarrassed his coaches, and that's why he didn't get, uh, that's why he didn't get brought to Jacksonville, okay?
0: Somebody put McClain, shot at
1: uh, 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 McClain. No, McLean said that about Roby. Oh, okay, okay. He said that's why he didn't get that's why he didn't uh go to Jacksonville. And Roby clapped back. And Roby clapped back and said, That ain't it, McLean. And that's all he said. And that's all he said. Okay. And so then uh yesterday in the press conference, Romeo Cornell when asked about Roby, all he said was the following Roby is a good cover guy. Not going to say great. He's been able to hold up against opposing teams, better receivers. To have him back extends our game plan opportunities on defense. Okay. Okay. So, you and I talked about this before the show. You've been in a lot more meeting rooms than I've ever been. To hear that in a a meeting room is is not out of the norm. Okay, and I'm sure you've heard far worse than that. Yeah, absolutely. What's the worst you've ever heard a coach berate a player in a meeting room? Oh. To where even you were like, damn. Um, I
0: heard a coach say not gonna say what coach, not gonna <laughs> say what player, not gonna say what team, <laughs> but I had a I heard a coach say to a backup guy, actually not to a backup guy, to the guy that was starting. You could not have been that tired because there's no way I got I put this guy on the field. Okay, what? He said to the starter who was out of the game and the other guy was in, he says to the starter, There's no way you could have been this tired that I would have put this guy in the field in the game. Oh wow. And so the starters looking at him like, Coach, I was dead. You know, they pulled me out. And I'm the only one in the back getting it going. He ain't talking to you, fool. He's talking about this guy so bad, he'll never put him on the field. And because uh, the guy made it was he was in for like two plays. Yeah. And the two plays he was in, they ran the same play at him and gained, like, 25 yards on two plays. And it was the exact same play, formation, everything.
1: So he, so his point was, you're so bad, this guy could be dead, and I'm still not going to put you in. <laughs> that's kind of a subtle jab
0: right oh, there. No, that wasn't subtle. Because was, I'm in the back going, Ooh!
1: Did everybody get it? They got it. They got it, but they were like – Now, what's the meanest thing? I mean, that's mean, but that's kind of – but that's tactful. What's the meanest thing where even you were like, man, maybe that dude went a little like – I
0: ain't never heard one yet. Really?
1: All of my – I've
0: heard that were mean. They were justified.
1: Okay. I can't say that. I
0: wouldn't say – oh, I wouldn't have said that." Okay. (laughs) No, but I was like, you know, when you make a a mistake in a game, Especially a mistake that you go over that a coach emphasizes throughout the week, okay, every day, and you blow that time. It's it's horrible. Yeah,
1: it's bad. Who's the best D line coach you ever had other than your boy Pete? J.T. John Tierling. Oh, okay, from uh, Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. So it was R.I.P. Pete Jenkins,
0: About – you know, first and foremost, taught me all the fundamentals. And yeah. And he's
1: still at LSU, isn't he? No, no.
0: Pete's just a consultant. Okay, he's just consult. consultant. Okay. He's just riding around. He's doing whatever he wants to do. Yeah, that's, a good, goes, that's a good
1: spot to be in. Goes
0: in uh, every March, I think, with
1: uh, –
0: first he has a, a combine NFL camp, kind of slash camp, like the guys that are going to the combine. Yeah. Teach him That's what you myself. did, though, right? That's what I do with him. Okay. And we get NFL guys in that comes in to hone up their skills at the end of the season. Then he goes from March till maybe May. And he has a little tour of uh, college teams where he goes in and sits with defensive coaching groups to break down, you know. I mean, Pete had a, has a system. You don't coach a guy to stay low. You got to, you know, you stay low, stay low. Start with the basics. Like you start with, you never play on all six, six-point explosions. That's hands, knees, and toes on the ground. You learn explosion that way. How to come out of your hips. Then you go to three-point. Then you go to, and it and it's a, a step, a stair step. You can't, he, he had one of the, Best things that I've 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 always learned and I've always liked about him. He would say things like, um, "If you take care of the little things, you don't have big things." Yeah, and everybody would be like, "I know you don't know what that means, but makes sense." Let's say I got a car. I don't change the oil in it. Engine goes bad. That's a big, That's a thing. big thing.
1: Oil change, little thing.
0: Little thing was the oil change. If I just change that oil, I don't have that big problem. Exactly. You know. So we're gonna start with the little things, step by step so you don't have to take care of the big things. And he'd always say things like that really stuck with me and helped me throughout my entire career. Is, he said, Henry, how many times do you think I've written my name in my entire life? I was like, I don't know, Coach. I, he said, I don't need either. It's, it's way up there. <laughs> right. But do you know after the sixth grade, I never practiced writing my name. So it probably, <laughs> if I write my name now, it looks like the guy in the sixth grade because I never worked on it. He said, it's the same thing with football skills. <laughs> right. You gotta work on it, you know, to make to improve on it. You know, just stuff like that that would just stay. You know, seriously. Yeah. You know.
1: So, um, I don't even know where the fuck we were going with
0: that? that? <laughs> Who was the best D line coach I had? So that's yeah. But before Pete. that, before
1: that though, really? But yeah. how do we get to that? How do we get? Th- oh, we we're talking about Bradley Roby. <laughs> yes to that, to that. To now back to this. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit all that <laughs> <Okay>. out. <laughs> all right, yeah, we, we'll clean that up for you guys. <laughs> We're going to edit all that out. So, when you hear Romeo Crenell, who we all look at as this big, you know, grizzly teddy bear type of dude, all cool. right, for him to call a guy out like that, and it's not necessarily calling him out. No. But he, I mean, all he had to say was he's a good cover guy. And could have kept going. And and really, I mean, we wouldn't have looked anything – I mean, we wouldn't have made that much of it. Call him a good player. Yeah. But he made a point to say he's good. I wouldn't say he's great, but he's good for what we do. Like, well, I mean, what – He's good, and having him will open up – All
0: he did was challenge the guy. And the, if you, there's a number of ways you can go with that as the player. You can get butt hurt, hurt and shut down. Okay. Which – about twenty percent of them do right uh you can get butt hurt and mad and go out and ball and go out and ball, which sixty percent will do, and then you can get the other twenty percent will just gonna take it with a grain of salt and go work harder and ball okay you know that's that's your three
1: avenues and what do you think – so do you think that's his way of trying to mo- – do you think he's trying to motivate this dude or do you think – I mean, obviously something happened for him not – because we don't know what the reason was why he didn't – why they didn't take him to Jacksonville. Well, but it, clearly something went down. Yeah, And, he and he's a, using – he, he broke a rule?
0: He broke a rule, missed a curfew, didn't come to a meeting, something that he felt like, because I'm balling – they're going to excuse me. Okay,
1: so you're thinking it's something not even football related.
0: Yeah, I think it's something having to do with the team. Like it, uh, like he okay. missed the meeting or he came in late to the meeting with no regard. Like I've been late to maybe three meetings in my entire NFL career. Okay. And I came in crawling like, oh, hey, <laughs> sorry, coach, sorry. <laughs> See me afterwards. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm yeah. Sorry about this. And, you, about and you knew. Yeah, because, you know, I'm, I'm I am late. i I'm sorry. And he probably walked because I've been in many meetings in the NFL. Has a coach and a guy walked in like, and I'd lose my mind.
1: Okay, so that okay, that's the deal. So it was more of not so much he was late, but how he. And and again, it could have been, but that could have been one thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you come into a meeting late, and and just seeing by some of the tweets and stuff, I'm balling. They need I'm the corner. But they know.
1: Well, he just knows he's the best corner. I mean, which, you know, isn't saying a whole lot on this football team.
0: Exactly, and that's what Romeo's slapping him in the face with. Yeah, you
1: you might be the best here, but don't get it twisted. But
0: look what we did when you're not here. We still won. Yeah. So get your shit together. (laughs) Barely. Exactly. (laughs) And come out and ball. Yeah. You're not as great as you think you are.
1: Okay. But
0: you could be. Work on it.
1: And the only, and the, and in his mind, the best way to do that was just, I mean, because obviously they asked about it, so yeah. he took the opportunity to go ahead and say.
0: It's a subtle thing. Gotcha. It's a subtle thing. But Roby knew. As soon as they told him what Romeo said. Oh, absolutely. And Romeo has enough. Um, Romeo's
1: got enough pelts on the wall. I mean, at the end of the day.
0: for what he does that. I mean, he's been coaching longer than
1: Roby's been alive. Tell me about it. Tell me I about mean, it. He's been coaching since what seventy eight. I yeah. mean, did we look those numbers up? He's been coaching for forty two years. For God's sake. Yeah. So, but
0: it's a good thing that he is coming back, and I hope he's he's learned something from it, and and will buckle down and play because uh, they're going to need him. They don't know. You don't know what Derek
1: Carr you're going to get next week. You mean Brett uh, Mayfield? I mean, a oh, damn Carr.
0: Uh, uh, Mayfield.
1: So no, you got Baker Mayfield. Who uh, Baker Mayfield's out. All right, Um, and according to, he could, okay, but he's tested negative, and it looks like uh, he could be back Wednesday. All right, so we'll put this, uh, so by the time this thing, by the time this podcast, by the time you guys hear this podcast, uh, barring some major development with Baker Mayfield, he should be back uh, unless he tests positive, but he's got to have another negative test on Wednesday. Provided that happens, then he'll be back. So, uh, and of course, everybody's curious to see you know what's going to happen with you know what are you going to get out of this Cleveland team in the second half of the year now that you got OBJ who went uh, had a successful ACL surgery today. Uh, Nick Chubb is back from uh, back from injured reserve. So, you know, you know, defensively, this team's got a long ways to go as well. But you got a Browns team sitting at five and three. Uh, You've got an AFC North, which is just absolutely tell you what. For as much as we thought the NFC West was 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 stacked. All right? All right, we know this much, okay? Arizona, and will and, and this is another conversation for another time. Uh, Arizona, I'm still not 100% sold on. Okay, right? Uh, has more to do with Cliff Kingsbury than anything else. I'm just I'm just not sold on him. I think he's a coordinator, not a head coach. Um, Seattle, they got slapped around a little bit uh, on Sunday by by the Buffalo Bills. Here's my thing, real quick, about the Seattle Seahawks. And I know this is a Texas podcast. But I'm going to say this real quick. They got problems defensively. They're on pace right now to give up the most passing yards in NFL history and break that record by over 1,000 yards. Ouch. Okay. You know as well as I do, Henry Thomas, I I get it. Russell Wilson's having a phenomenal year and and was the the favorite to to win the MVP. Right. Uh, There's another gentleman that that, uh, may or may not reside in – you know my 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 home area that is probably your 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 runaway winner at least is the way I see it. You can't win a championship when your pass defense is that bad. No, you can't. I mean, you, you, you I mean you saw it on display against Buffalo Bills and you, they got nobody to rush the passer. Uh, their secondary is, is Swiss cheese right now. If you're giving up those kind of yards and 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 you know, listen, Pete Carroll's a defensive guy. defensive guy. So, you got to figure if – I mean, he's got to do something to figure it out. But, I mean, there's not – you. what do you do to adjust your scheme? Because it's not like you can go out and get different players. Right. Well, listen. This team
0: has to figure something out. They're secondary. We could almost switch secondaries with them. The Texans – Yeah, they're equally as bad. They're equally as bad. They're equally bad. as bad. Well, Actually, I mean,
1: they're not – as. I mean, well, not as because, I mean, let's call it what it is. The Texans aren't on pace to to well, have the record shattered.
0: Let's – We'll switch out the secondary, keep the line and the and the linebackers, and they might do a little better.
1: I just I'm 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 uh, when you look at this Texans team over the last four games, all right, they've yet to give up other than the game against, well, other than the game against the the first time they played the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh and again and it's the, well, and of course I guess they only give up I mean they're right now they're averaging a little right at about four Twenty four thirty defensively. Okay, is what they're giving up. Uh, they actually gave up more yards to the. They actually gave up more yards to the Jaguars than the, than the offense created on Sunday. Offense created. Uh, or excuse me. Offense put up three seventy four. You give up four twelve to the Jacksonville Jaguars,
0: and that's why you sneak away with two point
1: victory. And that's why you sneak away with a two point victory. Well,
0: you know what they, Baker Mayfield, if he's starting, his last game, very uninspiring. Did he, yes. Did he get hurt in that game?
1: Uh he did, yeah. Okay, cuz he, he was
0: 12 of 25 for 122 yards. Yeah, no, he was not. He No he, touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, no Who they lose to? The Raiders. That's right. That, yeah. Raiders. That was what. That was what 16 six, to 6 or 16, something like that. Six, yeah, no, they yeah. looked
1: they like, a like hot dookie yeah, Uh and, that game. Uh,
0: and the but the thing about it is, Kareem Hunt, you know, he's averaging almost 5 yards a carry. He had 14 carries for 66 yards. Um uh, Mayfield had 6
1: carries for 29. But now you get but now you get Nick Chubb back now you get Chubb back, okay, and again, right now your defense uh against the run now you were a little bit better against the run um in fact, you've had two of your best performances back to back these last two weeks you know you only give up ninety only you only give up ninety six yards to uh the Green Bay Packers the other a uh, couple weeks ago that being said, right now defensively uh this team is Last in total yards, and they are dead last in total yards against the run, so you can eat you can eat and so here's the thing I wouldn't be surprised I mean, if you're the, here's the deal do you go into this game Sunday and put eight in the box and try to make uh try to make baker beat you? no, you play your game I okay. mean,
0: Chubb's going to come out and do what he does,
1: but what do you expect out of him though I mean he's been on you know been on the i r been you know rehabbing what have you I'm expecting him to come out hard early and, okay. and wear down. If
0: they stay on him, keep hitting him, yeah. he's going to wear down early. And uh, the coach is going to see that and pull him. And, and, so you
1: figure, what, probably 14 carries a piece for him and Kareem Hunt somewhere in there? I mean, do they're going to run the ball probably, what, 30, 35 times somewhere in there?
0: Depends on the score.
1: Yeah? If ba-
0: Baker Mayfield's throwing the ball, like, you know, because their defense, I mean, uh, Oliver Vernon in, finished with a couple sacks yet last week. Um, the tackle numbers look horrific on their defense.
1: I mean, yeah, Cleveland's defense. I mean, here's the thing about this game: the Texans can win this game. Absolutely, there's nothing. About, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the Cleveland Browns are five and three. Yeah, but there's nothing about this team, especially now that OBJ's out. Not that all the, you know, not that he was you know some right. tremendous difference maker. Trust me, I had him on my fantasy team. Um, this is a game you can win. This Absolutely. Is, this is a game that you can win. Deshaun's playing the I – mean, I keep everybody keeps saying, oh, he's playing the best football of his career. I don't know that he's playing the best football of his career. The only reason he's playing the
0: best football of his career because he has no weapons. And he's doing it um, improvising. He's, he's trying to stay within the game plan, but he's finding ways to win. He's finding ways to score. He's finding open guys. And the threat that he creates with his la- legs from running – opens up the back ends how many times has he broken the, the pocket run towards the line and then flatten out and waited for that guy to just drift deep and he just dropped a dime on him
1: no he's he listen i mean don't be me wrong he's playing I, listen, i'm not saying he's playing the best game or, or the best of his career just because i feel like like you said i think what he's doing is being heightened yeah because he just doesn't have... Because he doesn't have D-hop. And there's, right. no, and there's nothing... But, I mean, this team has had explosive moments. Um, you know, like I said, you look at through his first... And I'm looking here... Um, dadgummit, where are we at here? Well, I don't need all this nonsense. <laughs> um, hold on a second. Oh, go? that's why. That's why. Let's see real quick. Do it. What, what, what are we looking for? Okay. Through the first what are we what are we in uh week eight week eight okay through uh da, 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 da.
0: well they're gonna have to improve on offense regardless because in the last game they had nineteen first downs they were 6-15 on third down. Okay. You got to improve on that. It's got to be, I mean, total of 62 plays. Whew, that was a
1: boring game. Uh, No, it absolutely was. Yeah, I mean, two sacks allowed. It's just. Okay. And one turnover. So far, our boy Deshaun. beauty this
0: we can edit Computer. all this well, yeah. edit all this shit out. Oh yeah you can scrunch it down. Well you better hurry up because you know Mike's yeah
1: now he's 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 chomping at the bit I'm sure. Okay. <coughs> so just to give you an idea of what our boy Deshaun's doing right now. Oh, you fucking cunt. <laughs> by the way have you seen The Gentleman? Who is that? It's a movie? No. Check it out. Check it. Yeah. Did you like Snatch and Lockstock? Oh, yeah. Okay. Guy Ritchie. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. Oh, okay. Check it out. You'll you'll, I, you'll 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 like it. You'll like it. Um All right. So far this year, our boy Deshaun, two and six. He's throwing for twenty three hundred and seventy-six yards. Sixty-eight percent. Okay, he's completing sixty eight percent of his passes. Last year at this time, and he'd been and he's been sacked. 24 times. All right. And he's also rushed for 130 yards. Okay. Last year at this time, he ran, he'd run for 242 yards. He'd been sacked 24 times, 16 touchdowns, five interceptions, 2,231 yards. Last year. Just same. I mean, he's literally got the exact same numbers. The exact same numbers. Like, literally. 17 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, this year, he's got, well, he's got one more touchdown this year than he did last year at this okay. time. Okay. Okay, twenty
0: three hundred yards. So he's a hundred yards more this
1: year. This yeah. This year, exactly. Wow. I mean, almost almost to the dot. And that's what I'm saying. Like when people keep telling me that you know he's having a career year and he's playing the best football of his life, I I, I disagree with that. I it's, mean, if, if, if that's only, the if that's the bar,
0: it's only heightened because it, there's nothing else. That's it, right? There's the defense. You can't count on them. You can't count on them for a stop. I mean, everybody no. gets all. You know, you got to. You know. Maybe a couple of penalties get get the other team behind the chains. Yeah. Maybe you can get something there. But it. it, it there's not a lot of excitement there, and he
1: is it. It's him on the – I mean, think about it. This is a two-man team. You get excited about Deshaun on the offense. Right. And whatever J.J. does on defense. Okay. That's it. That's what you got. That's it. Um. All right. We'll give our picks here in just a second. Last but not least, two th- two quick things, and then we'll get you guys out of here with this. Um, one – Will Fuller said he was kind of you know not sad, but I don't know what, what what the exact words were that he used. you know hear his name out there in, in trade rumors or whatever it was, Butthurt. hurt I'll go with that. okay, cool. I don't think that's the official word he used, but but I'm, I'm sure in private circles that's what he used I mean i, I listen, your team's one and your team was one in six going into the going into the the, the trade deadline. No one wanted to trade no one's trading for Brandon Cooks. What? No one's trading for Randall Cobb. When have you finished the season? You're on a you
0: finish the season. You well, bought, and your contract's about up. So what if you get traded?
1: You're about to get paid. If you can stay healthy. How much do you think he's really gonna get paid though? More than what he's getting now. Well, yeah, he's definitely gonna do that, but I mean He's not gonna get elite. That's wide what I'm saying. He's not number. gonna. He's not gonna get elite wide receiver money because he's. I mean, and again, he's having a great. I mean, hell, I think he's like third, third or fourth in the NFL right now. He's got. I mean, he's got six touchdowns on the year, which I think is. I, I want to say third or fourth. I mean, he's tied with a bunch of guys as well. But I just, I, I, I I'm not ready to say he's a number one. I mean, I, let me ask you this: I don't think he's a number one receiver. On the Texans, he is. On the Texans, right? Yeah, he did. But I just, I'm just not convinced that he's that guy. That you're going go, to throw 10, 12 times a game, too. Right.
0: But what do he have? Six catches last week?
1: Six catches. For 100 yards. Something like that. I mean, he's, I mean he, I'll, I'll put it to you like this, and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on this. He's definitely, and you and I have been, a, have been staunch supporters of his uh, this season. I will say I am, I've been super impressed with what we've seen out of Will Fuller this year. Right. Given everything, uh, what he's had to go through in his career. I mean, he's had, like you said, he's having a career year. And he picked a great time to do it. Well, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better time to do it than your contract year, because this is this you know this is the time to do it. And
0: it doesn't hurt when they trade away the actual number one on your team and don't bring anybody
1: in for it. So, well, I mean, you brought people in, you just didn't bring anybody into that caliber. Yeah, but you look in the mirror and say, "Wait, I'm going to be the man." You're going to be the man. Uh, He's got. Well, I mean, here's the thing, though. Okay, so okay, so let's put it like this. He's got 36 catches on the year for 590 yards. Okay. Brandon Cooks has 37 catches on the year for 510. I mean, are you going to give – I mean, Will Fuller is really a lightweight – I mean, aren't you – wouldn't you argue him and Brandon Cooks are the same guy?
0: Yeah, but – In a way? But Brandon Cooks only had two touchdowns.
1: Brandon Cooks only does – he's got three. Three, okay. He's got three.
0: Three touchdowns. Will's got what, six? Will's got six. Six. That's a big. That's a big difference, right isn't, there, isn't, right there, right a big isn't it? That's great equalizer,
1: isn't it? Touchdowns are the great equalizer. You're exactly right about that. Um, I, listen, I'm okay with the Texans not trading them. I, I really am. I just, you know, and maybe part of me is is in, you know, I've and my boy, I can't remember NT Texans or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. I'll have to find him on Twitter. Uh, throwing him in the same categories, Tyree. Come on, man. Okay, that's just not. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair to, it's not fair to Will. Um, can we pull that thorn out your out your part there? Well, I watched I watched Tyreek on on Sunday, and I get it. The weapons around the Chiefs are almost illegal when you look at what they do versus what the, what, what the Texans do. But they didn't do it by like basketball did
0: it. They went out and found people. Basketball. Well, that's drafted. just it. They went out and got people. They if found you
1: people. look at what the Chiefs have done, right? Tyreek draft pick. Kelsey, draft pick. Miko Hardman, draft pick. Edwards Hilaire, draft pick. Y- you know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody that's on that – I mean, other than Sammy Watkins, who, oh, by the way, never stays healthy. Right. Which, you know, is a surprise to no one. You know, Marcus Robinson, draft pick. Yeah. I mean, everything that she's –
0: The only ones they got is um, the the one they
1: – Chris Jones, Chris, your boy. Yeah. I mean, dumb. who had a stupid, I tell you what, for as great as he is, he commits some bonehead penalties anyway. I'll, 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 that's, like I said, that's for the Believe in Chiefs podcast. We should sit in on that podcast one day. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, shout out to the Believe in Chiefs podcast. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's funny you bring that up because for as much as everybody wants to dog and, you know, when that comparison's made about, oh, they got so many more weapons, they developed them. Exactly right. They developed all those. I mean, here's the thing. You look at this Texans team. Other than Deshaun and Fuller, and and JJ and JJ Cooks trade, Cobb trade, all right, uh, Tunsell, trade, Titus Howard, you 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 uh, yeah. Titus Howard, you drafted, I, that's it, okay. But that's, I mean, and that's a great point. I mean, you know, again, and, and we're not saying anything that we, you know that that, that that that's you know uh, uh, groundbreaking here, but yes, you've got to do a better job in the draft last but not least uh saw an article today from or a couple days ago from jason lockhand say what you want about jason lockhand he's a little goofy bastard but uh he gets you it right every now and again what's that
0: I said like you just did say what you want about a little goofy bastard <laughs> say what you want about him like i just did uh
1: but he'll he'll, he'll drop some knowledge on you from time to time um his, he's got a report that once this season's over, there will be wholesale changes. Not that that's a huge surprise. I mean, we, are, we already kind of knew that. But that it's a certainty that J.J. Watt will get traded. And that the reason why you couldn't do it at the deadline was because teams knew you had the Texans over a barrel. They were basically giving them, you know, pittance at this point here i'll right. give you a six round draft pick here and then a seventh round in 2030 uh for for jj or something like that i'm making that part up folks but you get what i'm saying yeah. nobody was going to give him the Texans shit all right but with an off season a little more time people have been able to figure out okay what's going to happen to the cap he's only, you know he's got 17 and dollars that he's due He'll be able to maybe rework a deal or something like that but jj more than likely will get moved in the off season
0: yeah, because they're not. JJ's not reworking the deal, and he's already in in uh, play in player terms. He's already said. Oh, but, he said that the last week. Yeah, if y'all want to move me, I'm good with it. Cause I ain't trying to rebuild. I got about three good years <laughs> That's left. That's exactly. said. It. I got about three good years <laughs> left. If he exactly said it right in the exactly camera, he, he didn't said. stutter. I was like.
1: Got to know your limitations. <laughs> That's it. And he made it very clear. I've given you guys – and you know what? You can't fault the guy for that. No, he's given, He's given you everything for 10 years. That's it. You can't – you couldn't. I mean, other than, like I said, a couple banged up years that, with, with, with the pec and whatever else he's dealt with, back, J, the back injuries, the knee, yeah. the biceps or whatever, a lot of soft tissue injuries. Anyway, um, J.J. has had a phenomenal career with the Houston Texans. It sucks as a Texans fan right. to go see him. You know, that you're going to have to trade him somewhere else to go see him win a title? Yeah. Unless, because here, real quick, what are you thinking if you're, because if you're Deshaun and you're hearing that, and if you see that they're shipping away J.J. Watt, what's that telling you? Telling me they're trying to get some people that I could throw to, get the ball to. Okay.
0: Because it's just J.J. over there, and they ain't stopping a whole lot of people. <laughs> So if you send him out, I mean, they ain't gonna take. I mean, it's not like their defense is, you know, stellar, and yeah. be, and he's a cog in it. I mean, he is a cog in it, but because it's so bad, all you gotta do is put two people on him and run the other way. Just that's run it. away from him, you know. I that's mean, now uh, if you put two people on him and a person over there is making plays,
1: that's a different story. It's
0: a different story. But the rest of them suck too. So if
1: you send <laughs> JJ away, let's rebuild this. Let's rebuild, yeah. but you're rebuilding it. But I mean, just from your psyche, because again, you're trying to compete for championships, and you're you're Deshaun, You're looking at what the Chiefs are doing. You're like, oh, that and that that train's not going anywhere. You see what Lamar and the Ravens are doing. That's not going anywhere. I mean, that's that that'd be my only thing. And hell, you look at Tennessee in your own division. You know, they're not slowing down anytime soon. I mean, Tannehill's got another two, three good years left. You probably think, yeah. And that defense is in a lot better shape than what your defense is. I mean, again, that team's not in a rebuild. That those are the teams that are in maintenance mode at this point.
0: Well, here's the deal. I feel like the Texans may trade JJ, but when they trade him, mm-hmm. they're going to do something really stupid, like trade him to Tennessee, trade him somewhere that. To, but well, but you coach. said your,
1: but you said yourself though. Division teams know the most about you. Yes. And – but here's the thing. If Tennessee offers you – and they would never do this, but let's say Tennessee gives you the best package. Yeah. Hey, it's been real, JJ. We love you. We'll see We'll see you at that one-day contract signing. But this is about the future.
0: When he comes back oh. and he's on Tennessee, that a team that is already stacked – yeah, and need some kind of cog or a spark defensively. Yeah. Come on, man. You can't do nothing stupid like that. So I wonder if a team like Seattle would go out and get him. Seattle would try, but Seattle won't have a whole lot to deal with. Uh-huh. Um, Indy may try. But they may be looking to rebuild offense after – I,
1: I could say – Seattle seems like the type of team to me yeah. that would would be my leader in the clubhouse. Because I could – I think him and Pete Carroll – Oh, Pete yeah. Carroll's head might explode if he got J.J. Watt. It may. You know? It may, yeah. I mean, uh, that, would be, that would be the group that I think would be uh, – that, that could be a potential. And then maybe a team like a Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well. Saints even. Although they, uh, Saints look like they're, they're – especially after the beatdown they put uh, on Tampa Bay the other night. All right, real quick, who wins on Sunday? Texans. I'm going with the Texans too, man. I'm not. We're not trying to be homers here, but I'm with you on that. I think Texans. I think the Texans find a way to pull this out.
0: Here's the deal with the Texans. They're going to find a way to pull it out, and they're going to do. It. They're going to have their best day rushing.
1: Okay. Running the ball. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm with that. I'm with that. Uh, I could. I tell you what. Here's my prediction. Uh, the Texans win as well. I think the running game. Uh, to your point, I think Duke has himself a good game. Plus, you know, he got traded from the Browns, so of course he's got a little something something. Uh, you know, a little something to prove there. I think the tight ends show out on Sunday. They been, made a point to throw to Jordan Akins. They've been still missing, though. They, I mean, they. No, they have been. <laughs> they've been missing. They've been missing. <laughs> Terribly missing. They, they really have. They really have. Jordan Akins, who I, I was a fan of when they drafted him, he's he's had flashes. <laughs> Granted, they were more like glimmers, but but again, um, I, I think the tight ends do something special, and uh, I do think the Texans find a way to win this game on Sunday. So there you have it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget. He's at Henry Thomas NFL. You can get him on Twitter and the IG. I'm at uh, the Freddie D on Twitter and the IG as well. Don't forget, a part of the Believe Podcast Network, you can go to uh, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places the Believe Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcast. For the one the only Henry Thomas, I am still that dude, Freddie D. H Town in America. You know we love you.
0: Peace. Hundred thousand for the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. Boy, how the flu out not Spain to be in my domain automotive bitch.